When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the latest of the Overboard Network, a Below Deck podcast. Tonight, episode two, season nine, Below Deck, appropriately titled Boat Daddy. We say goodbye to Captain Sean and welcome back our loved Captain Lee. The first charter guest of the season gives some constructive criticism on the way out. We get through our first docking and some sparks fly within the deck crew. On tonight's episode, we'll go, we'll go over who won and who lost the episode, our question of the week, and as always, finish it out with some listener-submitted life advice, this time around surviving holiday parties. Now, let's bring in our co-captain, Sean. Sean, were you more excited for Lee to come back or to finally have a crew hookup? Um, the crew hookup, because I knew Lee was coming back, I, right? I knew from the preview. I guess I knew there was a hookup from the preview, too. But like this is Captain Lee's show. We knew Captain Lee was coming back. We went through an entire season, Bullet Deck Man, without a real hookup. The Z Courtney thing. I know they kissed that first night. It didn't really feel like anything. But uh no, Jake. They were they were going at it. That was that was great. Um between Jake and Rena and like that they're that's a real hookup. It's not gonna be a sex-free season. I know. I'm. Why am I obsessed with that? I don't know. But I just, it's good TV, <laughs> and I, I, I feel like we know there's gonna be. I think there's gonna be more hookups than just Jake and Rena too. But we're off to a good start. First night already happened. I love it. There's a ton of sparks there. But yeah, so it's great to great to get Captain Lee back. Yeah, I think we all love having our boat daddy back for sure. I think Rena and Jake. It was interesting because it seemed like. When Jake was talking to Wes, he's like, oh, Raina's the only cute girl on this boat. And what well, even Raina was talking to her mom and said, oh, Jake's like the only cute guy on here. This is a great looking cast. Why are we? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's not true. Splitting hairs here. That's yeah. not true for either of them. Um, not that they're not good looking people, but for instance, you know, Rain talking to her mom, Wes is a good looking guy. Yeah. Um, right. I mean. Eddie too. I know Eddie, my best friend, Eddie, I know he's, you know, he's not single right now, but still. And then uh, like Jay doesn't think Heather is good looking or Jennifer. I don't, I don't know. That was. Just, I, the, yeah. Just Jessica. Right. Okay. I just call yeah. her Jennifer. Well, she, did get, over, she, she tripled her airtime this up, yes, episode by I maybe will, getting like three minutes. I will eventually remember her name. We'll be on a first name yeah. basis soon, but uh yeah, I mean, look, I don't know. They're into each other, though. I guess they, they're they each other's type, and we got to hug up. So it feels good. It feels good. It does, and I think you're right. Yes, we loved, you know, Z and Courtney hooking up in Below Deck Med, but nothing really came of that. I felt like nothing was going to come of that. This one, this has the potential. This could, it could be a really entertaining season here. 
Um, now, Sean, I, I do kind of want to go in and I do want to circle back to, you know, two exterior members hooking up, right? So mm-hmm. two crew, deck crew, because um, I really thought that the deck crew had a really strong episode here. I'm worried oh, yeah. that this, in my head, I think, and I know it's early, but they had a great first docking. That's always a scary one. Uh, but do you think maybe the intricacies of a relationship is something that could kind of break up a deck crew here? I think arena is kind of a lot. Now, uh, earlier in the episode where uh, I think Jake stepped on some glass and Rena's like, she's like looking for a dustpan and Heather's like, oh, we don't have one. We just have the uh, Dyson, like the vacuum cleaner. And Rena's all pissed off. It's like your interior, you should, you should know where the dustpan is. True, but isn't it exterior's job to make sure the uh, the deck is clean? There's no glass on deck. So I think I think she's she can be a little explosive. She even said that during the episode. Mm-hmm. Now Jake just seems like a chill guy. Jake's is a yachty. That dude just works hard, kicks ass, and parties hard when he's not at work. So I don't see him causing drama, but I could see Arena potentially. Depend. I, yeah, I think we may have a little trouble on deck and later I, on the season. And I think Eddie might have precursed it. You know, he called jake a leader he mentioned to captain lee that jake's been really strong you know mm-hmm. what if he names jake boson here that or, could oh yeah you're right or lead he, deckhand i guess right no, but you're, you're, you're right though you can name him boson yeah that'd be, so, that'd be a first someone just being named boson mid-season yeah so if he gets named even lead deckhand it might cause some rifts here right now you're telling the girl you're hooking up with to go do a lot of things like I mean, whether it's a guy or girl, it doesn't matter, but it just doesn't end well. It's a power dynamic, right? It does. I hope he names him Boson and not Lee Dagan. Yeah. That's way cooler. Yep. John, should we, where should we start? Should we start with the uh, the beach picnic at the beginning? Yeah, let's do that. Yeah, we yeah. got to give Captain Sean his, his props here. Uh, that so looked good. It, it looked really good. I don't <laughs> – you know what? Captain Sean, I'm not sure – if it's the fact that you just can't delegate or what, but you know, when Eddie went down and put the back of the boat together with the chairs and the elliptical and things like that, I didn't think Eddie did a great job and captain Sean made it look really good. Uh, this beach picnic captain Sean made it look really good. I just, two others, not 10 of him. I'm sure he some, sometimes thinks because it sounds like he could run this entire boat himself. Um, I don't, I'm not, not, you know, doing anything negative towards him i actually liked him on the show but i think it was i think everyone thought it was appropriate that he was on for half a charter and that was it <laughs> he literally only got half a charter um yeah so yeah he, he the guy he knows feng shui uh you know we hear about interior design exterior he's an exterior designer and he's pretty mm-hmm. damn good at it uh one thing though he asked eddie to re- like while they're while the guests are waiting to get to this picnic and you know they're really backed up um he asked eddie to grab like store-bought shells and remove the price tags from them like you're you're in the ocean right like they're they're literally in the caribbean right i mean did he bring these shells i it sounds like they just on the boat did he (laughs) he buy them in anticipation and eating them yeah it sounds like he went to target and uh, 
like some shells for a decoration. Um, so yeah, I think Captain Sean's a little chuggy. I think that's what the kids call it. It's like being basic, but even, okay. even worse. Yeah. <laughs> for the store-bought shells. But yeah, I don't know. The guests had a good time. So I guess it worked out. Yeah, they really did. Um, you know, Frazier was there the whole time, you know, serving. I, I don't know what the snacks looked like. It sounded like the guests really wanted snacks. And I don't know what Frazier was serving them, but it didn't look great. Um, so I they said they had a great time though, and that's all that matters. Yeah, you're um, right. They didn't really comment on the food. I think they, were, they kept saying they were hungry. Yeah. Uh, Sean, someone I wanted to mention that had a really strong episode, I thought, but maybe gives us a little bit of pause was Rachel in this episode. Mm. So obviously the knock on Rachel is never her food. I honestly watching her serve that Japanese dinner tonight made us kind of realize like how mediocre some of the other chefs of this like below deck series, not just this one. <laughs> the, I don't the, but, the like, Oh, so is it the below deck extended universe or whatever? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah like Matt wasn't going to put this together from below deck nine. Oh, Matt would have melted. Matt would have been a puddle uh, yeah. after that. <laughs> Five courses with a captain there and not just not Captain Sandy, Captain Lee. Yeah. Like a real ass captain. <laughs> yeah. So she absolutely crushed it. But one thing I wanted to bring up with her is she continues to be pretty leery of Eddie. Um, mm. She called him spineless for talking about her behind her back. Uh, I wanted to take your, I wanted to get your take on this, Sean, because is Rachel just trying to save face here and making Eddie look like the bad guy? Or did she really think her behavior from the last season was okay? Because either way, I don't think it's a good look for her. You know, John, I, I've tried to get into Rachel's head before. I, I don't, nope, can't do it. <laughs> She just like does and says weird stuff like every episode. Just like like there's like a little like five second clips of her just doing something weird. So look, amazing chef. She looks I've never seen anyone look cooler like cooking. Like she looks like I don't know, she makes it look so easy and she's so good at it and confident. But yeah, all this stuff with Eddie, I I mean, look, it's realistic. I I I kind of like that she is mad about it because yeah, you watch the show and you're like, oh, I didn't know this person hated me. Yep. It's a pretty human reaction to be like, hey, man, like, what the hell? Or like, I'm not cool with this guy now. But yeah, I don't know. Rachel's a lot. Yeah. It it does look like, I think in like, you know, coming up this season or something like that, I think they're going to try to at least attempt to clear the air here, um, maybe in the next couple episodes, which would be great because right now rachel likes working with heather so if you get eddie on board here that's a that's a power three. Like, oh yeah but we need that we need that to work um you know sean as we talk about a little bit more of interior here um i wanted to go over our first gate of the season mm. uh, i think below deck sailing yacht was famous for pita park pita gate right yes um we've got towel gate 2021 here um what was know, la- wait john what was last episode was that also towel gate that was that was garbage gate oh yeah okay yeah <laughs> well, well, clearly, 
These are the he same did. gate. These are part of the same conspiracy, though, right? Or yeah, scandal. But, yeah. Yeah, but uh, garage or garbage gate didn't rise to the level of a full gate. This one is no. Towelgate 2021. So Frazier has been mentioning, and Jessica's actually backed him up, that the guests are just using an exorbitant amount of towels um, to the point where the guests come, the primary, the next morning says, I don't have any hand towels. I don't have any small towels. I don't have any washcloths. I don't have this. Fraser says he put them all out there. So yeah. did he, I, I feel like he didn't. Do you think he did? I mean, people are, I guess the question is, is like, if you use like four of them, which I don't know how you could use four of them, maybe makeup. But if you use four, you don't say you didn't get any. You say you use them all, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, gir- girls can go through a lot of towels. I will say that. Um, John, I am going to say Frazier didn't. I'm going to say he didn't He didn't actually restock the like correct amount of towels. I, I kind of don't trust this guy. I think he thinks he's really good at his job. And I think he's just okay at it. Uh, and I, I don't know. I'm, I can't, I don't trust Frazier yet, but you're right. Uh, Jessica did kind of tend to agree to him. I think it's because Jessica thinks Frazier is funny. I think that's it. I think it had in like, you know, they're both like second and third students. So like kind of calling like Heather, like a liar. Or she's being crazy or whatever. And that she's better at her job. I think, they're both going to kind of agree with that, but uh, do, what, John, I don't know. Do you, do you agree? Do you think Frazier was lying or? I think he put some towels back, but I don't think he put hand towel. I don't think he put the correct amount away yeah. because then the charter guests wouldn't have come with them, come to them saying it wasn't restocked. That's different than I used too many and I ran out. Um, but yeah, I do agree that, you know, Jessica likes Frazier because Jessica's just living this low stress environment in the, the, the doldrums, you know, the catacombs of the laundry room. So <laughs> she doesn't really see the impact of things. And I don't, she's not going that fast in the laundry room, right? No. I think that's pretty clear. <laughs> I, li- I like this dynamic of this deck, uh, not, not the deck crew, of uh, the interior, because it's pretty bad so far. Uh, it, it was, I was surprised too. What was uh Jessica mentioned she was 35? She just seems like a young 35. She doesn't look it. I that was actually um I was gonna put an honorable mention, but one of my favorite moments of the episode was uh Wes and Jessica were talking, and Jessica mentions like, you know, hey, I'm 35 and I'm just a third stew. And Wes just were my heart, he goes, Yeah, but you have so much to offer though. And yeah, those two are gonna hook up. Because I bet that mel- that must that melted her. I'm sure. Like, yeah. Right. Just <laughs> that, that probably made her feel so good. Like, I shout out Wes. He doesn't get enough screen time, but uh, nice little moment there. Yeah, Wes, sneaky, charming. Um, yeah. The only thing I really remember explicitly from this episode when he was in front of the camera was he was talking about his girlfriend broke up with him after eight months and moved to Australia, That's and tough. and then he was just like kind of like awkward in front of the camera. So. <laughs> um, I, I, that was that other part where he was talking to Jessica. Great look for him. Yeah, uh, yeah. If you're breaking with a girl and then she moves to Australia, it's like all right, that's over. Yeah, she, that's, yeah. She, she does not like you. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, so Sean, while we talk a little bit about exterior here, so let's talk about the first docking. It seemed mm. to go pretty smooth. You know, Eddie was happy. Captain Lee was happy. And even after it, you know, Eddie took the crew aside and he like complimented each of them, said something, you know, positive about it. And I, I think the sky's the limit with this exterior crew. I just hope relationship drama doesn't maybe derail them or the typical bringing, giving someone the lead deckhand role and then all hell breaks loose. And look, uh, not to, I thought Malia had a, a nice little comeback season. I did like her a lot more last season, but like Eddie's just so much more confident in that role and he should be. I mean, he's a first officer and he's been doing it for a while and like, right. So it's, I don't want to compare the two. But yeah, just I don't know. Just watching him like give the compliments and everything. Like, hey man, if Eddie tells you you're a good leader, that that's pretty cool. I don't know. That would mean that would mean a lot to me. So uh yeah, shout out Jake there. Yeah, they're looking so far, they're looking pretty good. I uh, I, 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 sorry, I do want to say I love my one of my favorite things like in NFL Sundays is like watching post-game locker room celebrations where the coach gives out like game balls and stuff. Yep. I love that. And I love when the bosun does that too, or first officer in this case. Yeah. She's give out like the game squeegee or something. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Uh, and so Sean, uh, on the other side of that, instead of giving praise at mm. the very end of Nikki's charter, she gives some, what I thought was appropriate constructive criticism. I don't think she had to go about it and do it, but, uh, it's fine that she did. And, and Sean, we, we've already covered what they are, right? There was a garbage bag left somewhere. She didn't have towels. She basically just said interior wasn't up to par. I, I don't really want to talk about too much about what those exact instances were, but I want to talk about how Lee took it and where you think kind of this interior is now. Are they on thin ice with him? Where do they stand? Oh yeah, that, I I love that when Captain Lee when he said one fuck up will ruin fifteen that uh, attaboys, yeah. right? Like, yeah. and that's true. That's what you, what you remember. And yeah, he he even he he agreed. Like these are small things; these aren't that big of deals on their own. But in the guest mind, they become big deals. So yeah, he doesn't know Heather. And even though Francesca's not back and she was terrible TV. At the end of that season, Lee said, like, oh, Chez, like, stepped up the plate and, you know, she did it. And, like, she was, like, a, whatever, a good worker in that way. I am not sure with Heather. I, um, someone online mentioned that Heather reminds, reminded them a little bit of, uh, like, Hannah, but, like, young Hannah. So, yeah. Hannah, before she, like, stopped caring and was, like, broken by the industry, was, like, jaded and everything. Because Heather really, really cares. Like, she thinks being a Chief Stew is the coolest thing in the world. She thinks the fact that she's only 25 and is a Chief Stew is, like, the coolest thing ever. So, but, like, I, don't, I could see her getting frazzled, too. I could see if, what like, the minute she loses Rachel, like, boom. I don't know. That could, that could be. I, I feel like both Heather and Frazier can get frazzled, frazzled easy. Are we oh, just yeah. looking at are we just looking at Jessica being the most level head of the interior here? <laughs> I think Jessica just wants to stay in that laundry room and <laughs> maybe she'll hook up with Wes. 
That'd be great. I, I kind of that'd be great. That'd be great for her. But she she wants no part of the uh, the work drama. Yeah. So Sean, let's get into a little bit of I guess the the, the work drama here. So um, pretty successful dinner, I would say. The crew yeah. goes out. They have a nice dinner. Um, you know, the food looked amazing. Mm. Uh, I guess the only thing there were two things to note here. Um, Frazier goes out of his way to take Heather aside here. Uh, and basically go through, hey, here's where I feel like I'm not living up to par right now. I want to meet your expectations, things like that. And I felt like Heather just agreed with him and said, yeah, you need to do better, essentially, when like I thought she should have, I thought she should have basically said, hey, we'll, we'll work through this together. These are just growing pains. She really didn't give him much reassurance. She was just like, she was just saying, yes, I agree. You need to do better. It was, it was weird, but she's was, also 25. So it was so good. Um, Rick is Frazier. He frames it. And like, like I said, I didn't trust him earlier. I still don't, but the way this conversation though, he frames it like, Hey, I was really disappointed with myself. You know, he said, but ultimately it was kind of because I was responsible for housekeeping, but then I was in service 90% of the time, which by the way, most second students have to do both. Yeah. service and housekeeping but he yeah. he that was his like explanation i think it was very um articulate in the way he said it and like like hey it felt like i was being pushed back and forth and yeah heather's response like yeah you can't have those mess ups again like that like yeah and i think I, and frazier like in the interview was like okay don't talk over me but also like just mentioned like what a cold person she was and there's like, you know, I don't know, he can't really connect to her. So it's yeah. not going to be good. It's, no, I really, uh, I, I love it. I think that it, like, how are they going to like come together cohesively? If like they, they just, yeah, they have a common goal, but they're, they, it doesn't seem like they have each other's backs, especially Frazier and Heather here specifically, these two, um, you know, Jessica, who cares? Yeah, um, I, like one thing I love about this dynamic is it's the first time in a while that, you know, like like we've had Chief Stews and Second Stews fight all the time. This is the first time in a minute that like the Chief Stew and the, the Second Stew thinks they're better at their job than the Chief Stew. I think now since like Bugsy and Hannah, like Bulletic Med season two. Yeah, I, kinda, I like that. It's not just like, oh, the Second Stew's bad. Like maybe Frazier is bad, but he also thinks he's really good too. So this is, this is going to be great. Yeah. A lot of hubris going on here. Uh uh, Sean, one thing about before we, before we jump off the dinner here um, and go into Jake and Raina, uh, there is a point where Frazier just says to the table, Hey, why don't we go to the bar and do a top up? That's a move. Yeah. He basically is just like, hey, let's just go to the bar, have more drinks. The top up or the top off or the topper, whatever you want to do, it's a great move to kind of get everybody to go from the sitting, you know, sitting down to go in the bar to have a good time or, oh. or just staying to stumble and, hey, do you want to go get a top up with me? I like pulling somebody. Yeah, I could not agree more because usually they'll like, you know, they're tired from their uh, charter. And they're like eating and then they just get tired and they go back to the boat. You do it. You need to change the scenery. And I will say first time since uh, last season of Blood Deck Legacy, 
I, I know they were the only guests at that restaurant, I believe, but it just felt way less COVIDy. To me, at least, maybe it was just because yeah. they they went from the re- the sitting down to going to the bar. I know all the get like, all the servers were in masks, but I don't know. It just weirdly fast felt like less like restrictive and COVIDy. I agree. And I, look, it's whatever. It's uh, I think this is spring twenty twenty one where they're filming this, so that that would make sense then. Yeah, I think we were at an all time low at that point. Uh, so Sean, things start to get a little frisky at dinner. Jake and Jake and Raina start mm. making out. Jag mentions getting pegged um, four or five times. Um, what did you think about? Did you think Jake and Raina looked maybe a little sloppy at dinner, or were they just maybe appropriate? I couldn't tell. It looked a little sloppy. <laughs> yeah, I mean it was. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, good for them though. Uh, yeah, they're they're into each other. I like it. There, there's chemistry there. Uh-huh. And then one thing. So you know, right? They're at dinner. So there's a makeout near the bar, right? Doing the yep. the top off. Yeah. And then they get back to the boat. Well, only three of them go to the hot tub. Everyone else just goes to bed. Uh, Frazier is there. I'm sure Jake was like, all right, buddy, let's come on. Can we go to bed? <laughs> but once he, then like they get out of the hot tub when, and then Raina takes a phone call and then she just comes back and like, I don't know, I thought it was going to like end the night for her. Like oh, I'm going to take the phone call. Then like, she didn't seem really into the hot tub. I thought she's mm-hmm. just going to go to bed. No, she found Jake again. They're making it outside. And I mean, obviously this leads to kind of a big reveal at the very end that she, she's got a guy that come right or guy from or, mexico it sounds guy, like guy from somewhere yes yeah they met in mexico so but they're just talking so yeah that's that's nothing that's she's nothing. super she's super energetic the yeah. first chance she got she hooked up with them right i mean yeah so i think this could be a pretty explosive season i think reina could be pretty explosive Uh, she's shown it a little bit and she kind of admitted it. So I'm interested to see how this plays out. Uh, Sean, anything else about this episode specifically here? Um, I do have, it's not really an honorable mention, but it's a new segment I'm adding to the show. Oh, okay. I think, well, I guess we should probably, Oh, we got to talk about captain Lee and I, you know, for why he had to miss the first day and a half. Sure. Um, yeah. AFib. I believe I pronounced that right. Right. Yeah. I, don't know. I thought it was a heartwarming scene between him and Eddie, and I like the way they kind of framed it. It's like, hey, you're a first officer, so I have a fiduciary duty to tell you this. And yeah, I'm glad he's better. You know, that's I didn't know that was something you were born with. He said he was born with that, but yeah. I I don't know anything. So yeah, um, I it sounds like they he got actually like it fixed. So that's great. Yeah, um, love it. So no, it's good. Uh, so obviously love having Captain Lee back. Mm-hmm. It was weird having Captain Sean and it felt just, it felt like we were just right at home with Captain Lee. So, yeah. Uh, so Sean, one thing uh, I, I'm going to track uh, tips this season. Okay. So charter one, it was 18,000 and it was 1500 a person. Everyone made it seem like that was low. That seems like a good tip though. For, yeah, it was only two nights. That's it. That was solid. A year, I remember, uh, you know, a few seasons ago, them getting 
20 grand was like, like that was a top, like that was unheard of. Yeah. So, you know, I guess there's inflation. I don't maybe know. Maybe a COVID, COVID fee, maybe. Or just yeah. like, a, yeah. I went to a restaurant the other night. It was like, they added 5% onto the bill and it was like a back of the house tax. So it went to like, uh, like the cooks, I guess, the cooks, the, the, the washers, things like that. I just hadn't seen that before, but yeah, it was just a, yeah. Like maybe it's, maybe the numbers are just going up. Cause I guess it's just, a, I don't know. It's like a hazard pay a little bit. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I, you know, obviously complicated issue, the whole economics of restaurants and everything. Uh, sure. I feel like in big cities like Denver, you can just charge people whatever you want. <laughs> yes. Yes. You can. I, knew, I knew they did that with a uh, rent and home homes for you guys. So it's like, why not, why not restaurants and bars too? Like, all right. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> you can just uh, make up the prices. Yeah. So Sean, uh, let's jump into it. Who won the episode for you? Jake. Um, like I think, Hey, Eddie telling you you're a natural leader. It's pretty cool. I know I'm Eddie's number one fan, but I think, I think Jake appreciated it too. Um, he already hooked up with Rena, so we're not going to have a sexual season. Pretty happy about that. And I think I mentioned this earlier. Uh, the guy's just a natural yachty. Maybe uh, he's like a five-tooled yachty. I don't know what the tools are, but he's awesome at his job. He loves to party. And like, I think this is something we're missing on last season of Bullet Egg Med is a guy like Jake. Yep. I, a little bit of showmanship, a little pizzazz. Well, pizzazz doesn't take himself too seriously. And the guy just kicks ass on deck. And then when he's off deck, guy parties and hooks up. So I, I like having Jacob board. Who's your winning, John? Uh, I had Rachel winning. Yeah. Uh, her food was just amazing. I mean, yeah, Jake had a strong episode. Well, Dex team had a really strong episode, but that that food that Rachel served, that, that might be the best dinner I've seen in multiple seasons. So yeah. Captain uh, Lee that, said on record this episode that he's the best chef he's ever had. Yeah. So like, that's I, yeah. So how do you how do you not win the episode after that? Who lost the episode for you? <laughs> I got one. Uh the entire interior crew. So here's why. Uh, they were already called out on their first charter. That's not good. And there's another thing with all three of them, with Heather, uh, Jessica, right? I keep, I keep thinking it's Jennifer and Frazier. All three of them think they only have one job, which I love. Like, so let's start with Heather. Like, I think Heather works hard, but she just declares Frazier in, tar- in charge of housekeeping. He's not really. He's a second stew. You're still in charge of housekeeping, Heather. Yeah. Uh, Frazier thinks housekeeping should be his only job, which that's clearly not true. Every other season of Below Deck, the second suit does other stuff. And uh, Jessica, I remember, got her name that time. She's not going to leave that laundry room. And it's, I, lo- I love her for it, but uh, no. No one in this group is capable of multitasking. And Frazier versus Heather is going to be a light trick all season. So I like this interior crew. They're going to be great TV, but I just felt feel like making fun of Heather's department tonight. So, <laughs> yeah, I, I'm with you for all the same reasons. So, 
uh, I was going to single out Heather, but I, I like the way you put it. So uh, I, I'm going with that. So Sean, let's go into it. What is your question of the week? Okay. I just want to, we're going to tie in bow on Captain Sean. He's only in their lives for like an hour and a half. But just John, um, like, how are you going to remember, remember Captain Sean? Give me any final thoughts on him. I mean, I'm probably not. I'm probably not going to remember him. One of one I, of only five captains on the show ever. So it's yeah. Uh, I will remember that Captain Lee missed an episode. Yeah, but I mean, Captain Sean, I feel like he should be on a smaller boat with less crew. I mean, he knows this boat. He's taking it on crossings. But I think when you're on crossings, you're doing more things because you have a skeleton crew. Mm-hmm. So he's used to doing everything. But, you know, he's one of the, like, you got, he has to do it himself if he wants to do it done right. And that just, that just doesn't work when you have so many moving parts. But he yeah. seemed like a, he seemed like a nice guy. Yeah. He, he loved, like, I loved when he was, like, leaving. And he's, like, talking to the guests, like, hey, I can't join you for dinner. And they're like, oh, but you're fun. He's like, I am fun. So like he's like he's not the best looking guy. I, whatever he's working with, with what he's got. I I like that he's you know he's joking around with people. Uh, he might be cool. We also didn't really get to know him at all. But uh, like he's a footnote on this show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, one of only five captains. And uh, I think he you know he was there to warm up the season and get you ready for Captain Lee. And and like just really make Captain Lee's entrance even bigger. I mean, I know ultimately the reason he kept only missed was for health reasons, but from my TV perspective, it's like, oh, we need Captain Lee now. And then boom, yeah. he comes in, makes it even more dramatic, like his entrance. So mission accomplished that way for Captain Sean. Uh, yeah, but good at good at uh, designing furniture, no, rearranging furniture. Yeah, so good. He should work at a uh, Alpen House. Do they have Alpen houses everywhere? We know we have them in obviously where we're from in Saratoga. I thought they're RV places. Oh, I think. Well, never mind then. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) he he could work there too. Maybe Uh, it was like a patio place. Uh, So, are you? uh, Oh man. Okay. Any of our listeners, whatever John's thinking of, let us know. Um, Because I have no idea. so actually, Sean, um, while we're talking about captains, we probably want to, you know, give our, uh, you know, condolences, Captain Mark, Captain, you know, Captain Mark, um, you know, he passed away this week. Um, you know, I know he was on, was it one season of Below Deck Med? Below Deck Med season one, which yeah. I want to say not talked about that much. If any of you guys have a peacock or anything, um, or I think if you just have like a, bravo on a lot of cable with a lot of cable companies or youtube tv you can watch politic mid season one very good season no one ever talks about it really underrated and uh you know you know they went with captain sandy from there i don't know that captain mark loved being on tv that much but i want to say seemed like a nice guy and that was that was a very good season of that show so if you guys have any time if you haven't watched it yet politic mid season one but yeah yeah, condolences to him and his family. Very sad. Yeah, one of you know, like only been five captains. 
Yeah. It's like being the president. There's only so many spots. What are we up to? 46? 46, yeah. Yeah. Uh, So, Sean, let's get into some life advice here. Uh, this one's pretty good. I feel like it's a, um, it is one that a lot of people are going to face over the next, let's say, 10 weeks, right? Um, so, mm. hey, gents, been listening most weeks since March. So my employer's having a big company Christmas party this year. Here's the thing. I absolutely hate going to work social functions. I always just feel awkward the entire time. I know he doesn't. I know it doesn't sound like a big deal, but it is to me like this party isn't for another six weeks. and I'm already dreading it. I feel obligated to go. So the option of just not attending isn't ideal. Any tips on how to survive the work Christmas party? Thanks guys. Mm. Now, Sean, I know I've been to work Christmas parties, but you're in the restaurant business and you've also been to them, but mm. you've, you've probably worked a ton of them. So I'm going to, I'm going to let you give some tips to the trade here, let you run with this one. uh, And I'll, uh, I'll I'll sit for some backup. Okay. So yeah, as, as like an employee, I've been to like, as far as like our company work Christmas party, uh, my previous job, I I think I went to like five of them. um, But I never felt like super awkward at them because I was, I was always had good friends there. Like I happened to, I was lucky. I, had like two or three really good friends at my job. So, you know, you go and you hang out with them and you get drunk and you eat a lot of food and then that's kind of it. And it's, you know, it's an okay time. But yeah, like, as you mentioned, Jen, I work in catering. So I've witnessed countless holiday parties. And yeah, it always seems like 30% of the people in attendance are having fun. And then the other 70 are just, you know, kind of sitting down awkwardly and like kind of waiting until they get to leave. Uh so yeah, if you don't have any good friends at your job, I can imagine how unfun this party might be. I think uh, I think what you got to do is say you have a previous engagement, maybe like someone's birthday party, an anniversary party, whatever, make something up and tell everyone you can only stay for an hour and a half. Now, look, it depends what day of the week it is. If it's, if it's like a Wednesday at two o'clock, you probably can't do that excuse. That would yeah. be tough. But if it's like a Friday or Saturday night or just any night during the week, you probably could. And look, you show up, you have a couple of drinks, you eat a few appetizers, and then you leave. And I think anyone can get through 90 minutes at a party and not, there's not going to be a ton of time for awkwardness, right? Yeah, I don't think so. I think, um, Jim, there was a there was a funny episode of The Office where uh, Jim Halpert he goes to um, what was it Robert California's party, <laughs> yeah, and, okay, and and Jim just he he says his tips with parties he doesn't want to go to is he basically makes a memory with the boss early in the party mm. and then just and then just leaves and he's like oh doc you know he jokingly like he's like oh and I document it like take a photo or something oh yeah um, and then he bails so you know, if it is like a evening or a weekend one, like you probably don't have to put a time on it necessarily. You can, if you want, but maybe just go in, like talk to some people, talk to your boss and then just like leave, you know? Yeah. Um, I mean, this is, if you want to go, like, I don't, 
there's holiday Christmas parties that I didn't go to at, you know, companies I was at. And yeah, the size of the company matters, but like, if there's more than like 80 people at your company, no one's going to even not know you're there. No one's going to know you're not there. They're going to (laughs) be talking to the people that are in front of them. And then you can just make up whatever excuse you want, like on Monday for like, if somebody asks, but yeah, um, I know like the user, like the, the listener said, you like feel obligated to go. Like if you do go for a short amount of time, like, I, I don't know if this is like a plus one situation. It doesn't sound like it, uh, which I don't know. I feel like I've always gotten plus ones at Christmas mm. parties. Is that the norm, Sean? Right. It's gotta be. I, yes. Usually. Yeah. So you get a plus one. So if you want to bring someone, go for an hour, go for an hour, whatever it is, talk to your boss and then, and then bail. Um, yeah. You don't have to stay the whole time. You don't have to stay forever. Have two drinks, leave, um, you know, just make an appearance, make yourself known and then just get out of there. You know, you don't need to talk about the weather for three hours. Yeah. Go, go plan something fun forever afterward. Like even if you don't have plan, like make plans with like friends, like, Hey, I guess I'll meet you right afterward and you'll, you'll be all dressed up and ready to go. Um, Right, because I mean, it's still I don't know. Yeah, don't waste if it's a weekend night. Don't waste it. Yeah, exactly. But, you know, so. Yeah, so we're, we're saying, all right. I think we actually decent advice to do here. Pretty much, the gym helper, get a photo early. Yeah, or make just make like your presence known, right? <laughs> like have five good minutes of material at the start of like, yep. You know, talking, maybe a couple of jokes for everyone yep. and. John, have you do you like your where Christmas parties? I mean, it's probably been a little while since you went to one, but yeah, so I don't actually think I went to one at my old firm that was here. I feel like I started in February and then maybe I did go to the holiday party. I used to like them when I was with my firm back in New York. I mean, there were only yeah. like 60 people in my office. So like it was cool to go, you know, you have a couple drinks, you have a good time, but it's not yeah, it can be, depending on who you are, it can be a hectic or like a nerve wracking situation. Um, for me, it's not, but you know, other situations probably are for me. So, um, yeah. So Sean, um, I think we, I think we gave some good life advice here, right? Yeah. Just, we stole it from Jim Halpert, but yeah, 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 that's, it works. I think that's it. Cause if you're not going to like, if you're not friends with anyone in your job, I mean, like maybe, maybe you have a blast there. And you, you start making friends and then you can just stay and be like, yeah, I bail on my friend's birthday party. But yep. so, That's yeah, get, yeah, but go have a few drinks, give it a chance, but you got your out. And yeah, just so, 90 minutes. Uh, boom. Exactly. So, uh, so Sean, uh, looking back on this episode, <clears throat> I think we've got some high hopes going into the season. Mm. I want us listeners to please subscribe, rate and review wherever you found us. I feel like Apple is the one iTunes. If, if anyone is still listening, please just go to iTunes and maybe give us five stars, four yeah. stars. I would like five stars. We would take four stars though. Right. Yeah. Um, still a good number. Keeps us hungry. Yeah, exactly. Uh, if you're on Twitter, follow overboard underscore pod to keep up on all the below deck action. Sean is at below deck, Sean, and I'm at below deck, John. So um, also send in your life advice below deck pod at gmail.com. Uh, send us in where you're thinking and we'll try to help you out beautiful yeah everyone thank you for all the support numbers have been great um and we'll see you guys next week bon voyage